Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. The book of Genesis is a book of beginnings. The very word Genesis comes from when the original Hebrew text was translated into Greek, uh, the Greek Septuagint. It was given that title, Genesis. Genesis means origins, beginnings. But the original Hebrew title to this book was one word translated from the first word in the first verse. Uh, And it's translated into the English to three words, and they are in the beginning, in the beginning. So Genesis is definitely all about that. The title of this series is In the Beginning. And we are talking about some things that uh, started, that were created right there in, uh, recorded in the first 12 chapters of the book of Genesis. Chapter 1, verse 1 says this, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, that uh, is the inspired record of, of creation. Uh, this, this, uh, these verses here in chapters 1 and 2 are actually that. Now, uh, it's inspired, and, and uh, it was written by Moses. Uh, Moses uh, was the author as affirmed, validated by the Lord Jesus in Mark chapter 12, verse 26. He was having a conversation there with uh, some Sadducees. They were going back and forth, and the Sadducees uh, talked about something that Moses wrote. But in verse 26, Jesus talking says, But regarding the fact that the dead rise again, have you not read in the book of Moses, in the passage about the burning bush, how God spoke to him, saying, I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. And that is a a reference to Exodus chapter 3, verse 6. So uh, uh, Jesus validates the fact that Moses wrote this inspired scripture. And uh, this record of creation, how would Moses know about it? He wasn't there. And, And the answer to that, the obvious answer to that, is this. He had to have gotten it from someone that was there. And who was there? Uh, I'll tell you who was there. It was God Almighty himself. So this uh, was directly revealed to Moses by God. It had to have been. Now, you may uh, be skeptical, and I I know that there's a possibility that I'm talking to skeptics, and skeptics are welcome, by the way. Uh, I may be talking to somebody that's agnostic or even atheistic. And and I'll just have to tell you what uh, the author of the book of Hebrews in the New Testament said. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3, it says this, By faith we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. And so there is a faith, faith that believes that, uh, that Moses was there, faith that believes that Moses was inspired directly by God, and faith that believes that uh, Moses wrote the account as it happened. And faith that believes that God actually created. Now, before uh, someone says, "Well, faith—that's that's, that's uh, anything minus any evidence. It's just kind of a blind leap into the dark." Uh, I would say, "Wait, hold on, just a moment. 
Hold on just a moment. Uh, when you look at other uh, things that are advanced about where, how the earth and everything that is came to be, uh, if you're really intellectually honest, you would have to say that there's some element of faith involved in that as well. Um, so, so we see here the fact that uh, the earth is created and we get a record of the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, all that exists. He created space, he created matter, energy, he created time. All of that is, is wrapped up in this one little verse that kind of summarizes the entire creation. In the beginning, uh, God, who was already there, God, who was already there and always had been there, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, there are various views, to be honest, and we want to be honest. There are various views uh, about creation among true Christ followers, among believers. And there are three major views that, that I can see, and I just want to mention them, and, and they are this. First, there is the young, what is called the young earth uh, view of creation, and, and that's simply the fact that God, in six literal 24-hour days, created the earth, and He did it not millions or billions of years ago, but thousands of years ago. And then there is a second view that some believers hold, and it is known as the old earth creation view, or it could also be known as the day-age creation. And that view says this, that God over billions of years created the earth. And they would say that those six days are not six 24-hour days, but they're six ages, six extended ages of many, many years. And over six various periods and ages, God, God created the earth. Then there's a third view that is known as theistic evolution. And what that is, is they say that God initiated or directed the process of, of, of evolution. Now, I know that that, that would uh, bother some of you, and it's definitely not the view that I hold, but I am recognizing that there are some true, genuine believers that see God working and directing an evolutionary process. Again, I do not hold to that view, and we're going to talk about that in a moment. But these three views held by Various believers, true believers in Jesus Christ, the young earth view, the old earth view, the theistic evolution view, these views are contrasted with another view that's just known as evolution, the so-called, I want to emphasize, so-called scientific view, but it's actually a philosophical naturalistic view. It's another philosophy. Um, and to all my friends that, that see uh, Darwinian evolution as the scientific view, let me just remind you that there are numerous steps of faith involved in that. Too. You may not admit that, but if you're truly an honest uh, person, you would have to admit, admit that. But I want to come back and talk about uh, where I stand on all of this and, and, and the approach that I have to this. And, and that is this. Because I am essentially a literalist when it comes to approaching the Scriptures, I take the young earth view. The fact that there, uh, the Scriptures were, uh, rather that the earth was created in six literal 24-hour days. Now, bear with me for a moment. Uh, I would say that if God create, created Adam 
fully mature. And, and it appears from the reading of the scripture, that was it. We don't have any uh, uh, account of a, a baby and a baby growing up and being nurtured by God. God created Adam fully mature. If he did that, why not the rest of creation? Why could not the rest of creation be made fully mature? God can do anything, you know. And so when we look at the earth and it appears that it's billions of years old, why couldn't have God created this earth fully mature and functioning? Um, now, I, there are places in Scripture that are not meant to be interpreted, interpreted literally. Uh, there are definitely uh, numerous places in Scripture that are not meant to be interpreted or taken literally. Uh, but the context, the grammar, the literary style would determine that. Um, but I, I like the thought that uh, everything ought to be taken literally uh, where it is obvious that it is. And that's most of Scripture. Now, with that said, Genesis is essentially a historical book recording historical events. I want to say that again. Genesis is essentially a, an historical book recording historical events. Uh, you have uh, not only the creation of Adam and Eve, you have the fall. You have the fall uh, of, of man. You have the real consequences that came after that. You have real people like, uh, like Abraham and Noah and Joseph and, and Moses and on and on it goes. And so this book is, is not some kind of an analogy. It is not some kind of a poetic book, but it, it is a, an historical book. And here in this passage, in chapter 1, the grammar is very specific. Uh, six times, six times you read this phrase, and evening and morning. And evening, there was evening and there was morning. And it would be one day, and it was the second day, and the third day, the fourth day, the fifth day, and the sixth day. That is specific language. It's hard for me to get around that. It's hard for me to ignore that. That That is, how can you be more specific than that? Evening and morning, one day. Uh, it, it appears to be 24 hours, a literal day. And so, based on that, based on what I see here in this passage, uh, I am most comfortable with taking the uh, literal six 24-hour days young earth approach. Now, there are other believers that don't do that, and we can agree to disagree, and they are just as much a follower of Christ as I am. This is not, this is not a virgin birth issue in terms of whether the earth was created in six literal days, in, in, in my view. Um, uh, I would draw the line at evolution. I would say that's a real problem there because uh, uh, there are some real historical events recorded here that, that affects and shapes everything about the Scriptures and everything we believe about God, the fall of man and the promise of redemption, and we'll deal with that in, in some future uh, podcasts. Um, but let's just look for a moment at the account of creation, and I'm going to do this very quickly. Uh, there are six days in chapter 1. Uh, there are six days recorded. Verses 2 to 5 records day 1, and in day 1 we see an unfinished, uninhabitable, 
uninhabited earth uh, covered all by water uh, that's created. And the scripture says that God created light and divided the light from the darkness. And so that is day one. In day two, verses six to eight, the atmospheric and possibly stellar heavens were created and, and a water canop- canopy because it said that uh, this expanse, these heavens divided the waters below from the waters above. And I believe that there was a, a canopy of water around the earth initially that probably uh, was dissipated during the great flood of Noah. Then in chapter in verses 9 to 13, day 3, dry land appears and God separates out the seas uh, from, from dry land and all green plant life, all plant life is created on day 3. In verses 14 to 19, day 4, the sun, the moon, and the stars are created. Isn't it interesting that there was light before that happened? Light emanates from Almighty God. Day 5, water life, all the life in the waters uh, all over the earth were created. And the birds, all the birds, the flying creatures of the skies was created in day 5. And day 6, all dry land creatures were created and man was created in day six. And of course, on day seven, the Bible says that God rested. And the reason that it says God rested, not because God was tired, but he was setting an example for us, a, a, uh, a principle that said there needs to be a day of rest. And, and that is not uh, the same as the Sabbath that was initiated under the Mosaic law. That's different. That principle of a seventh day rest still is good for us today. Uh, and it extends. Well, there's so much more that could be said about that. It can't do it on this podcast, but I would encourage you to do some study on your own about the whole creation account. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.